Hey guys, I'm Antonio Araujo from Corsas, and you're listening to Murder Metal Mayhem. Spreading faster than a case of the clap in a trailer court. Able to shatter eardrums within a 666 mile radius. A podcast more brutal than all the rest. It's Murder Metal We have the pleasure of doing this interview with Antonio Ararujo of the Brazilian Thrash Masters, Corsus. He's one of their shredding guitar players. I am Pete Altieri, and I have one of my co-hosts here for Murder Metal Mayhem, Chris C.K. Kovacs, known as the Great Metal Motherfucker. Thanks for taking the time out to talk with us today, and how is everything going on in Brazil, and did I get the pronunciation correct? Yeah, you got it. You got it at least 70% correct. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll take it. Uh, all right. Hey, Pete. Uh, hey, CK. It's a pleasure to be uh, talking to you guys and Mer Metal Mayhem. And, uh, uh, well, it's the first time we're talking. So, uh, well, I'm glad to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, I'm Antonio. This is CK. Pete and I just recently discovered you guys and we're amazed that, um, of course, it's been around since 1983. When did you join the band? Oh, yeah, I joined the band in, in 2008. It's been 13 years now. Uh, actually, I am two years younger than the band itself. Uh, <laughs> I was, actually, no, I'm lying. One year younger. I, I was born in 84, and the band began in 83. So, That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a funny thing because you know of course this is a band that uh, of course we are aware that it isn't a big name outside of brazil uh it's a very uh underground name and and maybe uh some people uh portray courses as a cult band from brazil uh for its old you know right uh <clears throat> but courses ne never had a career uh, uh an actual career outside of brazil because uh, back in the day uh, in the beginning in the 90 europe after uh, the release of, of uh, one of the classic albums that is called mass illusion uh uh, they they did some touring and they also did some touring in the U.S. in the 90s, but uh, there was no continuity because the band had uh, problems with formation. You know, musicians left the band and all that, and they had to re rebuild. And uh, well, it is what it is. Uh, and Corsus is basically uh, a very well-known band in Brazil and some some other countries in South America as well. Uh, but still in Europe and in the U.S., we are still a, a, an underground band. But that's why we don't tour that much, uh, not not as much as we would like to, because touring is, you know, high cost. And um, for us, being a bunch of old guys, it doesn't make sense <laughs> to travel and pay for everything, you know. Right, right. <laughs> Makes not, sense. To tour, not make any money. Right. Yeah, yeah. And for, for really doesn't. Most of us are parents, so, you know. Right. Makes it harder to just get up and leave. Now, what does the band, yeah. does Corsus have a meaning? I wondered if that was a word or what it, where did that come from? Yeah. What does that mean? 
it's a funny story dude. actually from uh, uh well that's what the guys tell me about it because i wasn't there in the beginning actually i wasn't even born <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh they tell me that back in the beginning of the 80s here in brazil uh there were not that much headbangers you know it was it was like small tribes you know right and uh some friends would just join together and start sharing whatever they had access to uh of course there was no internet nothing like that so uh it was hard to get a hold of good material and, and new stuff about bands you know maybe uh, of course in the us and in europe it was completely different but here in brazil things would get here uh, at least one year after they were released you know so right. uh, there was there was a big delay for uh this information uh, to get here to to you know the, the brazilian headbangers to have access to you know a ah, new iron maiden release for new slayer release or whatever so uh this was how it was you know and and some friend that had money enough to go travel europe and buy the records and would come back and, and just start recording a bunch of cassettes to <laughs> to his friends and it, the thing would spread like this you know right so uh, uh about the name uh back in the day uh here in brazil i know that in the underground scene it was a very common thing for people to have uh nicknames you know, so if you take, for instance, Max Cavalera from Sepultura, the original vocalist, right? Uh, he he used to call himself Max Possessed. You know, okay. Because, yeah, I because, yeah, I remember reading about that. Yeah. Yeah, because that, it, this was common here in Brazil. You know, so he he was Max Possessed, and, and everybody had had some kind of nickname, probably related to a band or whatever, or or, or even a fucking strange name that someone would come up with you <laughs> right know? and uh so in that case courses uh, fits right there because there was this guy that was friends with uh, the guys uh his name was marcus and uh his nickname was courses uh, and uh <laughs> he would call himself marcus courses you know uh, with a k uh and and, and uh, uh the first show actually that courses did uh, the band was called hand of doom uh, this was back in '83. Uh, it was a it was a small gig in their school. They were playing in a school festival. Right. So uh, they were called Hand of Doom because of the Black Sabbath song and all that. Yeah. And uh, so uh, they were discussing like, "Hey, dude, I don't know, Hand of Doom. This name is kind of lame. You know, we need something better." And uh, so someone saw in the wall of the dressing room uh that this dude had painted on the wall marcus courses uh <laughs> and and someone looked at it and said well marcus fucking sucks but courses sounds kind of cool <laughs> oh that's hilarious said, yeah, well, it does. so uh it that's became great the name of the that is that's <laughs> so one of that, the coolest really cool. stories i've ever heard <laughs> that's great yeah so yeah pretty much it's a it's a it's a made-up name you know it means fucking nothing <laughs> that's awesome well <laughs> the marcus though yeah. he must think that he's pretty cool now he's got the band's yeah. name yeah yeah 30 38 years after that and <laughs> i and funny. i met marcus actually oh I met no him way like that's cool yeah, and the guys were like, hey, this is Marcus Corses. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> nice to meet you. Dude. Right? So, That's well, pretty awesome, like, man. 
Yeah, so that's, uh, well, that's the story behind it. And, well, uh, if you want to elaborate a little bit more, he said, the guys, that uh, he took the name from some character uh, that he saw in a horror movie. But he never said the name of the fucking horror movie, so probably <laughs> he made he made it up. You know? Right, <laughs> so right. That's funny. Um, yeah. You guys released a single recently. Um, can you tell, tell us a little bit about that song? And is there going to be a full album coming out soon? Hopefully soon. We hope. Yeah, bro. We, we uh, Actually, it's been like, Corsus has uh, a characteristic uh, about r- releasing records. Uh, if you, if you uh, look at the story of the band, you're going to see that there's always a big space uh, between every record we do. You know, uh, first, because the band has had problems with musicians in the past leaving the band and all that. So they needed time to reformulate, you know? Right. Uh, but now labels. <laughs> yes, everything. But nowadays, uh, it's truly a matter of maybe that we are, uh, old, you know, <laughs> and, and, uh, uh, we are picky with everything, you know? So, uh, it's like, uh, we just don't settle for anything less than what we think is uh, something uh, good enough to carry the name courses, you know? Okay. So uh, that's why uh, it takes some time for us to make a new record. And uh, right now, the last one that we released was Legion back in 2014. And we were pretty much seven years uh, without releasing anything. Uh, and in this pandemic, insane fucking year, uh, we uh, started writing together and, uh, our other guitarist, his name is Eros, Eros Trench. Uh, he came up with this song and he showed us and everybody loved it at first. And there was a whole concept behind it. And, uh, well, we, uh, everybody bought the idea and, uh, we decided to do a single. So right now, what we are uh, thinking of doing uh, is not actually recording uh, a full album again. We are thinking of uh, following the footsteps of many pop music artists nowadays and uh, spend some time releasing singles and see where it goes from there. Okay. You know, <clears throat> so uh, we have released this first one. We are currently working on a second single and we intend to make it all uh, in the same format with a, with a musical video, uh, uh, high quality stuff, uh, as you can see on this first one. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, maybe try this new way of, of working and see what happens. Okay. That's cool. Now, one thing that's interesting about you guys, uh, is that some of your songs are in Portuguese. Of course you're from Brazil, but most of yeah. your stuff's in English. How does this go over with your fans, especially since you seem to be you know, wildly popular in Brazil, but not as much outside? That's kind of funny, actually, man, because if you, if you uh, look at the history of Brazilian metal, <clears throat> if you really know uh, the Brazilian metal bands, you're going to see that like in the beginning, in the very beginning, uh, in the beginning of the 80s and, and that, uh, the bands would normally sing in Portuguese. Uh, that was uh, a, a more commonly thing. Right. Uh, but it was like, because uh, I'd say that the main reason for that is that no one was able to speak English. <laughs> right. You know? So uh, uh, it was like, you know, uh, well, 
instead of singing in gibberish, I'm going to fucking sing in my language, you know, but, uh, uh, with the passing of the time, some bands started to get a little bit bigger and do more professional records. And there was this desire to, uh, how can I say, uh, go out of Brazil, get bigger, you know? Right. Uh, so, of course, uh, heavy metal being such a worldwide thing, <clears throat> uh, it, it makes sense for you to sing in English, of course. Right. Uh, as not only in Brazil, but there are metal bands from all the fucking world that sing in English. Uh, I, I believe it even more than in their uh, own home language, you know? Right. So, I, so, uh, I used to remember yeah. Japanese bands would, would sing in, in, in Japanese at first. So it's kind of the yeah. same. Brazilian, yeah. Brazilian. Yeah, yeah, that that did happen here in the beginning of the 80s. And, uh, of course, uh, it started to change. And uh, bands like Sepultura and, and uh, uh, bands like Angra uh, started to getting uh, started to get big outside of Brazil. Sepultura especially, it really got yeah. really big. Uh, right. So uh, uh, maybe uh, if Sepultura never uh, disbanded like that, uh, they would be nowadays a huge fucking band. Probably, you know? probably. Yeah, they they were they were on that path, you know. Yeah. Uh, so of course, uh, if you look at that, at that, you know, macro vision of the market and everything, it does make sense to make your music in English. Uh, it doesn't matter where you're from. Sure. Yeah. So that's why. That's Pretty cool. Much. Cool. <laughs> um. Are you guys able to do shows yet in Brazil or are all things still shut down from COVID? No, no, brother. Unfortunately, there's, it's been more than one year since we haven't seen a stage up close. It's wow. fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're living in a dystopic situation. You know, I can't, right. I can't uh, express this. Uh, you know, it's uh, really fucking insane what's happening here. Uh, but anyway, uh, there's nothing we can do right now but to cope with this shit and uh, uh, expect for the best, you know. So right. uh, what, what happens now is that uh, vaccination is starting to spread a little bit more. There's more people vaccinated every day. Uh, <clears throat> federal government kind of fucked up in the beginning because they uh, didn't make the deals in the proper timing so the vaccines uh kind of took too long to arrive mm. <clears throat> but once they started to arrive uh, we have a public health system that does have efficiency to spread it and to apply the vaccines so it is starting to uh, you know you can see the light at the end of the tunnel but right. it's a pretty fucking long tunnel so yeah far. so we we have no perspective to play again before the next year, wow. to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what are some bands that you're listening to that maybe some of our listeners might not have heard of? Uh, we've asked this question with a lot of bands, and we've discovered some really good stuff. So I'd love to hear maybe some bands you might know that we don't. You mean from Brazil or elsewhere? anywhere? Anywhere, just bands that you General dig anywhere. that maybe are more underground. 
Yeah, well, so I'm going to pull it to our side, so I'm going to talk about Brazilian bands. Maybe sure. that makes more sense. Sure. I'm, uh, I'm from Brazil. <laughs> and, right. uh, well, in Brazil, we have so many cool bands, dude. It, it's like, uh, it's a whole different world, you know? Uh, and, and there are, of course, there is Crisium, that it's a classic oh, yeah. death metal band from Brazil. You probably know it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Definitely. Yeah, they are dear friends of ours, and they are one of the hard, hardest working bands I've ever seen. And uh, there is an interesting band, uh, that if, if you want to check it out, it's called Project 46. Hmm. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, it, it, they got really big in Brazil in the past years, and they sing mostly in Portuguese, okay. uh, which is very interesting. Uh, it's kind of a metalcore-ish band, but they have a strong thrash metal vibe to them as well. And they're amazing musicians, and, and, and the result is pretty fucking impressive. If, if you go on YouTube and you look for uh, Project 46... Uh, yeah, I just pulled it up on my phone. They got quite a bit of stuff out there, it looks like. so. Yeah, yeah. very professional. They have videos of more than 1 million views and everything. They're oh, big wow. here in Brazil. Cool. Very cool. Yeah, and and it's a cool band. Real, really cool. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> And if I, uh, I'm going to talk about another band that it's now, this is really something different for you guys that want to listen to something that you probably never heard before. Uh, nothing similar. Uh, there is a band from my city. Uh, I live in the Northeast of Brazil. It's a city called Recife. Uh, it's a beach tropical city. So uh, it's hot all year and, uh, you know, all that stuff, you know, girls right. with, uh, Bikinis and all that. So, <laughs> uh, Sounds snow, rough. Snow, never. No, there's no fucking snow here ever. <laughs> the, 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 awesome. Actually, yeah, actually, they're never, they're never cold, never. And the, I kind of miss cold actually because I love cold. But yeah, whatever. Right. <laughs> this band, and I'm gonna have to tell you how to write this because uh, it, it, you pronounce it Kangasu. Okay. And and Kangasu is uh, how can I say this? It, it, it was a group, a famous group of vigilantes uh, that existed here in my region, like a couple hundred years ago, and uh, they got famous because they uh, there was this guy that uh, he went he went into a fight with some police dude and the police dude, uh, apparently killed his father or something like that. Oh, wow. And then this guy became, became a fucking vigilante and started joining like the most badass motherfuckers he could find. And they became, became kind of a gang, okay. uh, that they would call it. Would <clears throat> so, uh, they started living off of killing policemen. Oh my <laughs> and, God. And, uh, uh, that was back in the, the like 150 years ago. Okay. And uh, they got really famous. And the, the, this was like, uh, this is like a very famous urban legend from uh, from our region. So uh, these guys uh, made a band and named after uh, this uh, this, uh, uh, this gang. Okay. It, it wasn't a gang. It was 
more like a social revolt movement. Okay. I don't know. I pulled but, it up on my anyway, phone. I no, see I'm, some stuff on there too. C A N G A C O. Yeah, yeah, but the the last C has uh, a yeah, little. It's got a little squiggly at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, that because that's because if it didn't have in Portuguese, we would say co, not ah, so. Okay, it has that thing we say, we pronounce it as if it was an S. Okay, you know? interesting. Yeah, but anyways. That band is really different, and they they mixture uh, death metal with uh, northeastern Brazilian music. So interesting. Well, if you want to check it out, yeah, that is truly interesting and truly unique. So I think it's a good uh, awesome. thing for me to show you. Love it. Yeah. So that's it. So th there are so many others, dude. But well, I'm gonna. Well, we got I'm a couple we can dig into. Definitely. Yeah. Um. Now, do you listen to podcasts much? If so, which ones? And of course, you're a fan of Myrtle Metal Mayhem now, so I know you listen to us all the time. <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, uh, to be very honest, dude, I, I do not listen to podcasts that much. Uh, my, my life is kind of ultra busy because I'm not only a musician, I'm a, a, I own a company that works with foreign trade. So, uh, you know, truly, uh, between taking care of my kid and bodybuilding and, 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 you know, my company and, uh, music, uh, there Pretty isn't busy. much time left for anything else. Oh, probably yeah. not sleep either. Yeah. That's yeah. understandable. Yeah. But, but, but I do listen once in a while to some, and you guys are going to be in that list from now on. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. It. So what's coming up next for Corsus? I know you said that you're, you know, working on another single. Is there any timetable of when that might be ready? Yeah, well, uh, not a specific timetable right now, but we are currently working on the next, next symbol, uh, single. Uh, we do, do have uh, a couple ideas that we are deciding amongst to see what's going to be the next one and uh of course uh, there's a lot of thinking involved because yeah. uh, well it's a it's a crazy moment and and for us it is important as i told you guys before that uh, if we are going to release something it needs to be uh, at least in our opinion really fucking good right so we're not settle for less you know so um <clears throat> At least we have to believe in that, you know. Right, so, right. Uh, we are currently with some uh, promising ideas, and it's uh, well, the idea is to make it and release it as fast as possible. But I don't know, maybe four to six months, and they're gonna have something new out there. Okay, oh, can't wait. Awesome. Now, yeah. I'm a big proponent of people buying physical merchandise for the bands, especially CDs and any way to support the band. Um, now what's the best way for listeners to help support the band and where can they buy some merch? Well, there, we do have an official store here in Brazil. It's called, uh, loja.courses.com.br. Uh, loja, it spells L O J A. Okay. I'll let I'll link to that in the episode description. So anybody listening to this, I'll link to that so you yeah. guys can just click and 
buy some stuff. I know I bought your DVD. I think it's going to be here tomorrow. I'm really anxious to watch that, but I don't know if it's in English though. It's a history of the band that I know there's a bunch of live stuff on there. So I figured if anything, I've got that, but I didn't know if the whole thing is in Portuguese or English or what. It, it, pretty much most of it is in Portuguese. I don't know if it, if it's subtitled, to be honest, okay. uh, I, I'm going to check it out and let you know. Lessons. Yeah, yeah, you can always. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that C with well, the little squiggly <laughs> line is an S, so I got that. <laughs> Any uh, anything you want to add, Antonio? We covered a lot of stuff, but is there anything you want to, you know, that we didn't cover that you wanted to mention? Well, as uh, right now with this new single. Uh, well, I'd like to talk a little bit about the video. Yeah. Uh, the video is really interesting. Uh, if you're going if you didn't watch it yet, I yeah, recommend that you watch. Uh, it's uh, produced and directed by this guy, uh, our dear friend, uh, Leonardo Liberti here from Sao Paulo. Uh, he is an amazing video producer and he already worked uh, with bands like Megadeth, Europe. And, and uh, so he, he is a very well-known and very accomplished um, uh, film director. And, uh, you know, he is really so talented and uh, he's a big courses fan as well. So he really awesome. helped us out with this, and uh, the script uh, behind the whole video is very interesting because it's a it's a really fast song that uh, it may not seem like that, but uh, it's a song that talks about love. You know, it's a song that talks about not that uh, that uh, you know platonic love. Uh, I mean, uh, the real love. You know, that, right. that carries others you know uh but uh it's a song that is really violent and the lyric is really violent and the video is really violent because we are talking about cycles of violence and the law of chaos and how a small uh action uh small negative action can cause a whole sequence of, of you know everything going to shit yeah. Uh, so in the video, you you can see that you know that guy comes into the ca cafe bar and he asks for a coffee, and uh, he is like rude to the waitress and she spits on his coffee, and and gives it back to him and he gets out pissed off you know and he argues with this dude and the dude goes back home to pick up a gun and kill him, and the the his wife doesn't let him and he fucking beats his wife. And uh, his kid sees the gun on the floor and takes it with him and uh, suffers bullying and fucking killed the dude that bullied him and then kills himself. Wow. Yeah. So, Brutal. Yes. Yeah. So all this, you know, it's a sequency of shit. Happening. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, just because of one bad action, you know, so uh, in the end, uh, the, uh, it all comes back to the beginning and uh, this girl just thinks it over and instead of spitting in his coffee uh, she's just uh, she's just writes on the napkin like hey have a nice day dude right and gives so that would that would have you know stopped all that all. yeah yeah so it is 
a song and a video that talks about that it uh, talks about you know the law of chaos and and all, all the bad shit that you do eventually returns to you you know tenfold right, right. Well, that's the message behind it that's really cool um thanks antonio for doing this interview with us we really appreciate it we appreciate it here at myrtle metal mayhem um please definitely keep in touch and horns high from us here in the u.s yeah, we'll do, bro. We'll do. We'll do. Oh, Thank yeah, you, we're going to play that new uh, single right now. You can't stop me. We're going to throw down so you guys can hear how amazing Coors this is. And like I said, check that episode description and uh, buy some merch and help support the, the Real Metal Underground. So thanks again, Antonio. All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, if you or anyone else uses Instagram, you can find us there, Coors's underline official. Uh, and my personal Instagram is Antonio K Z S. Okay. I'll link to all that stuff too. All right, brother. All right. Take care, Antonio. Thanks, Thanks a Thanks lot, man. Guys. Yeah. 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 Thank you guys. You guys take care, stay safe, stay healthy. Yeah. You Thank too, you. brother.
Mother, man.